Hi, my name is Dana. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Dental Hygiene Basics Podcast. Today is a Know Before You Go episode, and the Know Before You Go episodes are here to help prepare you for your early days of dental hygiene school. But if you're already in dental hygiene school, this is a great episode to listen to and review. And if you're preparing for your national board exams, this is definitely something that could show up on your board exams. So my note before you goes are three-pronged. They help you prepare for dental hygiene school. They help you if you're in dental hygiene school. And then they also help you if you're studying for your board exams. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to focus on hepatitis B. So hepatitis B is a viral infection that attacks the liver, and it can cause both acute and chronic diseases. It is a global health problem and the most serious type of viral hepatitis. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. But I do want to start by saying that there are actually more types of hepatitis than just hepatitis B. There's hepatitis A, hepatitis B, C, D, and E. All right. So hepatitis A through E. Now, A, A and E, they're on either end, right? Those actually are only transmitted through oral slash fecal routes. So this could be if someone prepared your food and they didn't wash their hands well, or it could even be picked up from soil or, you know, kids chewing on things they shouldn't. Um, but hepatitis A and E are kind of the outliers. And I like to remember that they're on the beginning and the end of A, B, C, D, E, right? A is at the beginning, E is at the end of those hepatitis viruses. So when you get sick with an A or an E, it comes out of either end, right? Either your mouth or <laughs> your bottom part, right? That is one way that you can remember the difference between hepatitis A and E compared to the other hepatitis viruses. So hepatitis B is what we're going to focus on today. This can be transmitted through contact with blood or any other bodily fluids from an infected person. So we can see this through unprotected sex, sharing of needles, an infected mother uh, whenever she goes through childbirth and the baby passes through the birth canal. But it's important to note that hepatitis B is not spread through casual contact like hugging, kissing, or sharing utensils. With that being said, though, hepatitis B can be spread into a dental hygienist. That sounds weird. Can be spread to a dental hygienist. So when we are working on our patients, it is possible that blood could splatter out of the patient's mouth and could go into your eyes, nose, or mouth if unprotected. So this is why it's super, super important to always wear personal protective equipment whenever you are treating your patients. So this includes uh, safety glasses that not only protect the front of your eyes, but also the side. So they need to have side shields. And so regular reading glasses or something like that won't work. That is not going to protect you from splatter in the dental office. And then we also want to wear a good mask that protects our nose and our mouth. So those are two essential things that you'll always want to wear. And of course, you'll always wear a gown or some type of, some type of protective covering that's impervious to splatter because you don't want to take blood and saliva home with you, right? And I also recommend wearing a shield that goes over your safety glasses, over your mask, and it's just an extra layer of protection, especially against aerosols, things that are floating around in the dental office, okay? So that's one way that we can protect ourselves. Symptoms of hepatitis B can vary. Some people may have no symptoms. Others may have fatigue, abdominal pain, dark urine, or yellowing of the skin and eyes. Yellowing of the skin and eyes is also sometimes referred to as jaundice. J-A-U-N-D-I-C-E. If you have had a child before, you may have heard of jaundice. 
because that's the sign they tell you to watch out for when you take your baby home from the hospital. But it's indicative of a condition or some type of condition happening with the liver. The liver is not functioning properly. And so the yellowing of the skin or yellowing of the sclera of the eyes, sclera, S-C-L-E-R-A, are the whites of your eyes, right? So if those are looking yellow, then we would definitely want to see a healthcare professional right away. Now, there's different ways that we can prevent hepatitis B. I already talked about the personal protective equipment, like your safety glasses and your mask. But also there is a vaccine that can help prevent you from being infected with hepatitis B, okay? So hepatitis B, the vaccine, if you're applying to dental hygiene school, you are probably going to have to get a hepatitis B vaccine unless you have some type of exemption. Most schools require that you have it when you go there because it is such a high likeliness that you could be infected with this working as a dental provider, okay? Anytime you go work in a healthcare practice, any, you know, if you're going to work as a dental assistant or a dental hygienist or a medical assistant, a nurse, the office that you're going to work at has to offer you to get this vaccine. So just so you know, that is a requirement of any type of healthcare provider office. They have to offer that to you. And it is recommended because there is a risk of exposure, especially as a dental professional. So that on top of your personal protective equipment, those are ways that we can protect ourselves. Also, making sure that you clean the surfaces in your room very, very, very well after you've treated a patient because hepatitis B can actually live on surfaces for up to seven days. So we want to get in there and really scrub and use these high effective cleaners to actually kind of mitigate that that risk as well, okay? The last thing I want to really mention is I talked about hepatitis A and E, and then I talked about B. I do want to touch briefly on C. Hepatitis C does not have a vaccine, but it now does have a treatment. It used to not have a treatment or a vaccine for a long time, and um, so people just had to live with it. We still don't have a vaccine yet, but we do have a treatment for it. So that's a good thing. And then I want to mention that hepatitis D can only live in the presence of hepatitis B. It can only infect uh, a human if they also have hepatitis B. So if you get the hep B vaccine, you will also be protected from hepatitis D. And those are things that will definitely come up in dental hygiene school They could also come up on the board exams. So I just want to help prepare you, help you know before you go so that you feel confident and any little exposure you get to information before you have to go in and learn it and memorize it, it's going to help you retain it. Every time you're exposed to something, it just settles in a little bit more in your brain. So I hope that you found this helpful. If you liked what you heard today, please go leave me a review wherever you're listening. Thank you so much future registered dental hygienist. Good luck on your journey.